Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 27th of March. In case you're wondering why my voice sounds strange, please note that we at Newslaundry are trying to record our podcast from home. So please bear with us. On the third day of the country-wide lockdown, India recorded 17 deaths and 724 cases of COVID-19 infections. More than 85 cases were reported from various parts of the country on Thursday, the highest official single-day count so far. Out of the total patients, 677 are Indians and 47 are foreign nationals. Health ministry officials, however, maintain that one or two anecdotal cases where the source of the infection has not been traced does not mean community transmission has started occurring in the country. The pandemic has hit workers in the unorganized sector the hardest. Over the last couple of days, many migrant workers who were stuck in cities due to the ban on public transport and trains have undertaken their journey home on foot. In the meantime, multiple videos have surfaced online showing authorities treating them with shocking harshness. The Ministry of Home Affairs has issued an advisory to states and union territories to prevent the mass exodus of migrant, industrial and agricultural labourers. It has also asked the states and union territories to make vulnerable groups aware of free food grains and other essentials to stop the exodus. The Indian Army Chief, General M.M. Naravne, has said that the army is carrying on with its operational tasks since the coronavirus pandemic seems to have no direct impact on its operational preparedness. As of now, contingency plans are there in place at six hours' notice. This includes activated quick-reaction medical teams, a 45-bed isolation facility and a 10-bed ICU for COVID-19 patients at the Army's field hospitals. In his interview with Indian Express, Naravne admitted it's difficult to say how the situation will develop. However, he said that after analysing the impact of COVID-19 over the last two-three months in other countries, the Indian Army had begun its action plan. The Reserve Bank of India has cut down the repo rate or the interest rate at which the top bank lends to commercial banks by 75 basis points to 4.4%. RBI Governor Shakti Kantadas said reverse repo rate was also cut by 90 basis points to 4%. The governor said all commercial banks and non-banking financial corporations will now be able to allow a three-month moratorium on installments of all term loans. The RBI has also reduced the cash reserve ratio of all banks by 100 basis points. Das said that this would release liquidity worth 1,37,000 crores within banks. The Prime Minister hailed the bank's move as giant steps to ensure that the Indian economy was safeguarded from the effects of the coronavirus. The Union Health Ministry has limited the sale and distribution of the anti-malarial drug hydroxychloroquine a day after it banned its export to ensure that it was not misused. Also, as part of its efforts to step up testing for coronavirus, the Indian Council of Medical Research has invited manufacturers to supply 5 lakh antibody kits for diagnosis of the infection. Meanwhile, the Minister of Information and Broadcasting, Prakash Jaurikar, took to Twitter today to announce that on public demand, Doordarshan will be re-telecasting the popular television show Ramayan. The death toll due to the coronavirus pandemic rose to 17, with Rajasthan recording its second death today. Karnataka has reported a third death due to the pandemic. In Punjab, four more tested positive, including one from Jalandhar, who is a close contact of the three from Work Village who were tested positive earlier. 
Three others who tested positive are from Moranwali village in Hoshiarpur. All four are the contacts of the 70-year-old deceased man from Nawan Shahar. Punjab's total tally is now at 37, including one death. Tamil Nadu has reported six new coronavirus cases, taking the state's total tally of confirmed cases to 35. Three fresh cases have also been reported from Bihar in the last 24 hours, taking the total number of cases to nine. Odisha reported its third case. Kerala reported 19 more positive cases of coronavirus on Thursday, taking the total number of infected people under treatment to 126. In Delhi, there are a total of 39 coronavirus positive cases. 29 of them had come from outside and were kept in quarantine, and 10 of these cases are of local transmission. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal said that the national capital has enough health infrastructure and facilities to treat 100 positive cases of coronavirus each day. The Delhi government has made arrangements to provide lunch and dinner in 325 schools. The chief minister said 2 lakh people will be provided with food from today onwards. Just hours after issuing it, the Delhi police withdrew its order allowing online delivery services to operate in the national capital during the lockdown period. With five more persons testing positive for coronavirus in Vidarbha region, the total number of COVID-19 patients in Maharashtra, one of the worst-hit states, went up to 135. During a routine inspection in Maharashtra's Yavatmal yesterday, the police found 300 migrant workers huddled inside two trucks that were supposed to be carrying essential commodities from Telangana to Rajasthan. According to the Indian Express, Yavatmal's police superintendent said, and I quote, "These men are primarily construction workers returning from Hyderabad to different parts of Rajasthan." Unquote. While the truck driver has been penalized, the police are pondering over a decision on the future course of action for the workers. With the total positive cases of COVID-19 reaching 44 in Gujarat, the state witnessed two deaths in the last 24 hours. Vadodara police have started drone surveillance to ensure strict implementation of the COVID-19 lockdown. In Tripura, which has reported zero cases of the virus so far, a village called Borlaipara has set an example with their proactive ways of preventing the disease. The 250 families of the village have cut themselves from any unregulated contact with the outside world. No one is allowed to enter the village without washing their hands. Bamboo checkposts have been set up with handwritten no entry signs and buckets of water with cakes of soap across the village. Soon after the news of a 23-year-old girl from Manipur's Imphal testing positive for coronavirus was reported on Tuesday, several villages across the state have imposed a voluntary lockdown. Including the Manipuri girl, there are two positive cases in the northeast now. The second was a 50-year-old pastor from Mizoram with a travel history to the Netherlands. Moving on to global updates on the pandemic. In a video posted on Twitter minutes ago, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson confirmed that he had developed mild symptoms, a temperature and persistent cough over the last 24 hours, and on the advice of the chief medical officer, he took a test which returned positive for coronavirus. Johnson said that he is self-isolating and working from home. He said thanks to the wizardry of modern technology he will continue to lead the national fight back against the virus. Another 115 people have died in the United Kingdom after testing positive for the coronavirus, bringing the total number of deaths to 578. Britain has placed an emergency order of 10,000 ventilators from Dyson. The coronavirus death toll in Italy meanwhile rose by 662 to 8,165 on Thursday. 
The number of cases in Italy's northern region of Lombardy increased by some 2,500, a steeper increase than in previous days. Spain extended its lockdown to at least April 12th as the death toll rose to 4,089. German hospitals with spare capacity will take at least 47 coronavirus patients from Italy in a sign of European solidarity. Switzerland's infection topped 10,000 as the government pumped money into the economy and army medical units helped hospitals handle the spreading epidemic. President Vladimir Putin said he hoped Russia would defeat the virus in two to three months as authorities suspended international flights, ordered more shops in the capital to shut and halted some church services. Russia now has recorded 1,000 confirmed cases and three deaths. As Portuguese authorities ramp up testing facilities in Lisbon, a drive through clinic is performing five-minute swab tests through car windows on people with symptoms. The number of coronavirus infections in the U.S. climbed to above 82,000, crossing the national tallies of China and Italy. New York and New Orleans and other hotspots faced a surge in hospitalizations and looming shortages of supplies, staff and sickbeds. Treasury Secretary Steve Nuchin said Americans should receive cash payments within the next three weeks. The U.S. now has the highest number of confirmed coronavirus cases in the world. Meanwhile, Brazilian President Bolsonaro on Thursday exempted churches from coronavirus lockdowns by classifying religious activities as an essential service. What is wrong with people praying at home, Mr. Bolsonaro? Or do you believe that God is only accessible to people via churches? May the Lord save your countrymen. In fact, even in Pakistan, the government is still reluctant to order a blanket ban on congregational prayers in mosques, in spite of such congregations being banned in several Islamic countries amid the coronavirus outbreak. On Thursday, it indicated that it may restrict mosque congregations, but stopped short of giving out details. Mainland China reported its first locally transmitted coronavirus case in three days and 54 new important cases as Beijing ordered airlines to sharply cut international flights. South Korean authorities pleaded with residents today to stay indoors and avoid large gatherings as new coronavirus cases came close to 100 per day. Thailand reported 91 new coronavirus cases and one fatality, bringing the total to 1,136 cases and five deaths. Afghanistan has confirmed 11 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, pushing the total number of infections to 95. COVID-19, meanwhile, continues to spread across the African continent with 3,243 cases and 83 deaths. The global number of confirmed cases of coronavirus has passed 532,000, according to the latest figures on the John Hopkins University website. Dear listeners, these are testing times for the entire world. Rich or poor, the virus spares no one. If all of us take maximum precaution and spread awareness, especially amongst people who you know do not have access to credible information, people like domestic helps, drivers and other workers, Please make an effort to keep them informed. A lot of people are still demanding their house helps to come to work, threatening wage cuts. If you know of any such people, do confront them. It is important to understand that basic precautions like social distancing and access to water and soap is in fact a privilege. Think of those 300 migrant workers huddled up in trucks in Maharashtra. While the government is doing its bit, we too need to make an effort. 
Do read Jehek's piece on domestic workers and their plight titled If I don't work what will happen to my kids Meet fellow Indians who do not have the luxury of working from home You might also want to read Ayan's article on the importance of community participation It is titled Attacks on journalists migrant workers struggling to go home India's lockdown is taking a toll Ayush has also written a fascinating piece about how information policing and nationalist propaganda worsened the Spanish flu pandemic a century ago. We also have a bunch of other articles on the pandemic. Do check them out to stay more informed. Also, we at News Laundry are working hard to keep you updated with all you need to know. If you think we are doing a good job, please do consider subscribing to us because News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform. We solely depend on our readers and viewers to keep us afloat because when the advertiser pays the advertiser is served but when the public pays the public is served The Jammu and Kashmir administration has said that only 2G mobile internet services will be available to residents till April 3rd Several political parties including the National Conference the Communist Party of India Marxist and the Congress had called for the restoration of 4G mobile internet services in Jammu and Kashmir to help people deal with the emergency situation created by the coronavirus pandemic However in the order issued on Thursday Principal Secretary of Home Department Shalin Kabra said that the internet speed on mobile phones will be restricted to 2G only He said postpaid SIM card holders shall be provided with access to internet but such access shall not be made available on prepaid SIM cards unless verified as per norms applicable for postpaid connections. I've got some brilliant news for Bob Dylan fans. He's released his first new song in 8 years. The song is a 17-minute rumination on the 1960s and the assassination of JFK. The track arrived unannounced at midnight with Dylan explaining it had been recorded a while ago. Apart from Kennedy's assassination, the song makes allusions to pop culture, from Nightmare on Elm Street and The Merchant of Venice to the Beatles' I Want to Hold Your Hand and even Billy Joel's Only the Good Die Young. The last 5 minutes of the song almost sound like a catalog of his favorite music with references to Stevie Nicks, Nat King Cole, The Eagles, Cole Porter's Anything Goes, Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata and jazz greats like Stan Getz and Charlie Parker. While excavating a cave on the coast of Portugal, archaeologists have discovered a huge structured deposit of remains containing a plethora of stone tools, roasted plant matter, and remains from horses and deer, as well as from eels, sharks, seals, crabs, and waterfowl, suggesting a diverse diet. The findings date back to between 106,000 years and 86,000 years ago. The discovery shows that the Neanderthals systematically collected seafood. In some layers, the density of the shells was as high as 370 kilo per cubic meter. They say this is exciting because the use of marine resources on such a scale and in such a way had previously been thought to be a trait of anatomically modern humans. Professor Joao Zilhau of the University of Barcelona, also a co-author of the report, said, and I quote, Forget about this Hollywood-like image of the Neanderthal as this half-naked primitive that roamed on the steppe and tundra of northern Europe hunting for mammoths and other megafauna with poor and inefficient weapons. Unquote. Evidence like this is important in showing that Neanderthal populations had the capability for systematic exploitation of marine resources. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. 
If you want to lighten your mood a little bit, do read Rajshekhar Sen's piece titled How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Fell in Love with Our Supreme Leader. Sen says Narendra Modi's greatest gift to us is that he makes us feel like we have done something without doing anything. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. Don't forget to wash your hands and please don't touch your face. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please.